podcast from the land of the lost cast yep that's us that's us yeah because we just got back from two three back-to-back trade shows boy are my wings sore (laughs) (laughs) we uh were at emerald city comic-con in seattle then we were at the nab show in vegas and then we were at monster palooza in Pasadena, California. Sunny California. San Diego. Hey, yeah, we have not even talked about Emerald City. We'll have to chat about that a little bit. But uh, first up, Game of Thrones Season 6. Game of Thrones is back. Back and leaving us hanging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Smells like Thrones. Smells like Thrones again. Uh, they did everything that they do, which is... Nudity, check. Check. Uh, not a lot of gratuitous violence. There was some. Some, There check. was check. Uh, confusion, mm-hmm. check. Yep. Shock, check. Check. Deceit. Deceit, check. Uh, sadness, check. What, check? Mixed yeah. sadness. Mm-hmm. Uh, ambivalent. Then big surprise, shocking reveal. Sh- oh, check. Check. Uh, what else? Butt sex. No, there wasn't any of that. Um, there might have been. There might have been, but we didn't see it. Uh, but it's like implied. <laughs> with who? Just with the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> so I mean, it was good, and but we do. Do we know what happened to Jon Snow? Not really. I mean, I mean, we know enough. He wasn't put into a pyre and burned. You know, he wasn't like sent off and you know didn't bury him. No, he's dead. He's on dead. The table. He's dead on the table. But he's still on a table with his buddies. And his body was kind of frozen. So John frozen. Yeah, I mean, and and Melisandre, the red woman, could the red witch could the red possibly woman. resurrect him. Yeah, the Lord of Light. Could resurrect him like that guy. Remember those guys that the hound fights and he kills the one guy and he yep. comes back to life and it's the Lord of Light that brings him back. Yeah, and they're supposedly going to bring back Lady Stark too because that's yeah. what happened in the book. In the big no spoilers. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fan theories out there. You know, the theories are fun. The theories are fun, and I mean, one of them. I mean, no one wants to believe he's dead, and frankly, that would be stupid if he was. No, I don't think he's going to stay dead. But uh, we don't know like how alive he's gonna be if he's brought back though. True. Is he gonna be like only half of himself? Is he gonna be, you know, like a half white walker, or is he gonna be? I don't know. Well, one of the craziest theories, which I happen to believe in, is that uh, you know the th- she's got uh, Daenerys has three dragons, and she there was a prophecy of there had to be she was one. And then there's two others. Right. And, you know, of course, there's always been a theory about John being the son of Rhaegar Targaryen and the, uh, the his mother was actually Ned Stark's sister. Mm-hmm. They And so he's a Targaryen. He yep. would make the second dragon. And then there's another crazy theory out there that Tyrion is actually a Targaryen, too. He's the third dragon. Yeah. So and, it's the three of them. I mean, that would be, and, and which makes their meeting up together that more... Important and useful, yeah. I mean, that would be like the sweetest idea. Mm. I don't know if they'll do that. It's like take the three favorite characters and 
put them together and have them rule the kingdom. You know what I mean? But don't you want them to do that because we've suffered through so much but in that's this what we show? Want. Every time we want something, it doesn't happen. I know. I mean, that would be the that's like the ideal wrap up where you take the three show favorite characters. Yeah. I mean, not my personal three favorite, but two, two of them. Two might, of them yeah. are, yeah, for sure. But those are the three favorites of the show. Right. You put them together. They're all riding on dragons and yep. slaying their foes. White walkers, getting rid the, of the white yeah, walkers. The white walkers and Bob's your uncle and all everyone has a happy ending. Because <laughs> that's the only way the white walkers are going down is those dragons. And dragon basic. glass. Well, how did the dragons make dragon glass? Is it just one sort of like tempered glass made by dragons? I don't know the answer I bet to someone that. knows the answer to that. I bet they do. I mean, can the dragons like like factory style make dragon glass for a war against the white walkers? Uh, Do you, I'm not asking you. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I don't expect you to answer that. Uh, You're like, uh, can I? Should I just make something up? Or, <laughs> I just mean, is that a thing? Like, I I don't know. I don't know what the answer. I mean, to it's that dragon is. glass, so yeah. dragons must make it. Is or it one it of those comes things from them? Somehow? Yeah, is it like it's fossilized dragon blood? Dra- fossilized dragon bones? Something? Blood sounds interesting. Fossilized dragon blood? Yeah, maybe. Fossilized I don't know. dragon bone? Who knows out there? Send us an email. Someone knows. Yeah. I mean, someone knows. Someone knows. Uh, or they have a theory. Or a theory. I mean, I'd like to see that. I mean, there was a little bit of justice in this episode in that Sansa. And Theon Reek are are about to be captured back by Ramsay's men, and then Brienne of Tarth rescues. Them. I knew it. I was like, Brienne's coming. Yeah, Brienne's coming. I'm like, come on, it. she gotta come. She's gotta come. And sure enough, her and Podrick ride in and slay all of the jerks. Yep. And I'm not sure what happened to the hounds because they didn't kill the hounds. There's these two like bloodhounds. Oh, there were. Yeah. What happened to I them? Know. They didn't show them get killed, and they didn't no. show them run off. That's a good point. But sure enough, they weren't there after the fight was over. Maybe they had killed them and they just didn't want to show it. That's fair. But that was a nice moment. And we were very excited about that moment. And yeah, we're like, finally, something for us, yeah. the fans. Yeah, give the fans something, for God's sakes. Well, and then we sort of, like, remember we had this conversation walking it, uh, watching the show about how, in a way, we kind of would like it to end after next season just because... You can't really go on with this up and down emotions like this forever. It like needs a, a wrap up and it needs a good yeah. story ending. You know, they, we've we've surpassed the books now, so they're right. on their own. They're on their own. They're writing it on like themselves. Yeah, you know, there's no reference material, source material for all this this season. I guess I'm sure he has I mean, input. They can spin it right. Yeah, I'm sure there's stuff from the stories that they didn't include in seasons before that they uh-huh. might now include later in the show and right. weave it in that way. I don't, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't be mad if next season was the last season, especially depending on how they leave it this mm. season. Because I mean, this is leading up to the big battle with the White Walkers. I guess that, it is. We well, it is. it is. I mean, it yeah. is leading up to that. Right. Whether or not that happens this season. Yeah, good point. Or whether it, you know, and if it did happen this season, what would happen next season? That seems sort of like the biggest battle yeah. that could happen in the kingdom, the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, it seems sort of like the. I mean, it seems like the biggest threat in the Seven Kingdoms yeah. would be having the world invaded by White, white Walkers. Yeah, you know? because everyone will die and become one of them. And yeah, and there will be it will be apocalyptic. It'd world. be like yeah. the zombie apocalypse of the Seven Kingdoms. And there'll be a crossover show. 
Walking yeah. Dead meets Game of Thrones. And then Iron Man could be there too. <laughs> <laughs> and Thanos. And Thanos. Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. He'd probably t- he could probably take over I the always, Seven Kingdoms. He probably could. With the Infinity Gauntlet, I think. <laughs> I always think about that. I always like what I'm thinking about like these stories blend in superheroes to see how they would help the situation. Yeah, you wonder like how far would the Justice League get in the Seven Kingdoms? Would they just take over and rule the Seven Kingdoms? Aren't there seven Justice League? members would they each rule their own court uh, like their are there own seven i think there's like oh there's a bunch there's more yeah, than but seven the main but martian like, manhunter green lantern flash wonder woman batman wonder woman, superman batman, superman say green lantern uh, cyborg cyborg that's seven right there and, and aquaman so and that's aquaman, eight eight everyone always forgets aquaman. yeah people tend to leave him so out. that's eight so there's eight yeah i mean you could replace one for another and aquaman is carl drago yeah oddly enough <laughs> oddly so, enough I mean, what's the water brown, the the Iron Islands? I guess Aquaman would rule the Iron Islands. Yeah. I wonder who would rule each king. I feel like Superman would rule, like, uh, what's it? He Westminster Abbey. Them all. Yeah, I mean, Superman would take over. Yeah. He would kill the dragons. He would kill the head White Walker. Unless they had kryptonite. I mean. But they wouldn't. They wouldn't. I know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Superman alone. I mean, Superman and Wonder Woman alone. Superman and Green Lantern and The Flash. Yeah, they could take them all down. And then Batman would like get killed by the mountain or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't, don't say that. I feel that. like Batman could beat the mountain. If Batman could beat Bane, Batman could beat the mountain. I was you know? thinking that when they showed the mountain, because you see the mountain. Yeah, the mountain's a part of the King's Guard now. Yeah. And he's got the, the giant helmet and the big the white robes and everything. Yep. And well, we saw that last season too. Yeah. But now he is like a member of the King's Guard and he's taking a vow of silence. He's like a zombie. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I want to see him kick some ass because it's going to be fucking brutal. Well, one of the coolest fan theories is that the Hound is still alive and Brienne or somebody finds him. Yeah. And then he ultimately, Cersei, from the book, Cersei gets captured and put on trial again, not Mm -hmm. the way with the walk. The walk of shame. Yeah. And she um, chooses a, f- a, f- uh, a battle by combat and trial, trial, by combat. trial by combat, and the hound and his brother fight. The mountain will finally fight. Yeah, and yeah. the hound does away with the mountain. We hope. Yeah, maybe. So that's one interesting theory. That'd be cool to see. That would be the ultimate showdown. Yeah, brother versus brother. Yeah, two of the toughest of in the whole Seven Kingdoms. Well, and then everybody's predicting that Lady Stark will come back as... She has a new name. It's yeah, like Lady the Lady Clay in Gray Horn or something. Or, no, it's like Clay... I don't Lady know. Clay Fans Horn. are going to hate us for not getting this We're right. like, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are we listening to you? <laughs> 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 That's funny. But oh, she... That would be cool if she came back. I'm sure she she's will. she's different. She's yeah. can't speak because her throat was slit. Right. Um, she can't speak, but she has power. She's like a witch. She comes back and she yeah. has like light powers or something, which is cool. Yeah, it's cool. She goes on this revenge streak. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, she gets like Walder Frey and stuff. Oh, I'd love to see that. Yeah, I'd love to see Walder Frey get his. Yeah, and Ramsey Snow. Oh, we gotta have Ramsey get his. But well, the, Ramsey was in the show, right? This episode he was, was he was because he was, you know, he was with his beloved who was thrown out the window by Reek. Oh yeah, he and he has her fed to the dogs, the hounds. Yes, that was insane. He's like, do you want her to be buried or burned? He's like, ah, it's good meat feeder to the hounds. Oh my god! After like doing this whole like professing his love thing about how we've known each other since children, and yeah. I miss you, and you were the one, the only one, and feed her to the dogs. What would happen if him and Negan were? F- I mean, Negan 
Ramsey's bigger than him, so he'd probably beat him up. But I don't know. Ramsey's a good battle guy. Yeah, he's a I mean, swordsman he took and down stuff. Stannis. He's the yeah. guy. His tactics, you know, where he got, he burnt their food support su- supply. Yeah, and he came after them and he weakened them. Well, he's but then remember Ramsey's dad said he's like, you think beating like Stannis's tired, cold, frozen, hungry right. army is? Yeah, you think that. That's the same as like beating a well provisioned Lannister army. Yeah, and he's like, uh, no shit, not even close. True, but you're right. Yeah, he did have some tactics, but I mean, alone, just a one on one Negan versus Ramsay Snow. I don't know, Negan. I, I don't guess know. so. But Negan doesn't have sword fighting skills. No, he's just sort of a bruiser. Yeah, he's tough as nails. Like he's tough as shit. There's a lot of feats in the sh- in the sh- in the comic books that show him like just he fucking. And he's ruthless like Ramsey. Like he'll yeah. he'll cut your guts open and kill you if you. Right. Like, there's a one sequence where this guy tries to rat on Rick or something mm-hmm. to Negan, and he was someone in Alexandria. And Negan's like, "I'm glad you told me that. Here, I got something for you." And he literally like guts him. Whoa. He's like, "I don't want anyone in this town that's gonna rat on their own leader or something like that. Like some yeah. real diabolical shit." Yeah. So uh, Negan's equally as diabolical you and it's fucked okay. up. Oh yeah, definitely. It would be actually Ramsey's pretty bad. Negan's right there though with okay. torture and stuff. Negan yeah. tortures. Negan fucking like he has like a harem of wives, right? Like, you know, and he'll like burn their faces if they cheat on him and shit. Wow. Like yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Negan's gnarly. Well, that'd be an interesting deadliest warrior. Yeah, that would. I mean, yeah. Lucille versus. Ramsey has no like specific weapon, but, but I does, think his weapon of choice fighter. is a sword. And yeah. the thing, the thing about guys in that world that can fight with swords mm-hmm. against just a guy who is a bruiser, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you're a real trained swordsman. It's hard to like Jamie yeah. Lannister could probably beat anybody in the with, Walking when Dead he had world. His two hands. Yeah, not with the yeah. Maybe even with the one hand. What? I mean, if he's trained now with his sword and he learns to use it in That's his true. left hand or whatever it is, yeah. He might. I mean, who's? I mean, Michonne's a good swordswoman. Bronn could kill. Would fucking kick their ass. Yeah, Bronn would kick some fucking ass. Yeah. The Hound would kick ass. Oh my you god, know what I mean? that'd be awesome actually to see the Hound walk into that world. Yeah, and join Rick in the gang. Yeah, that'd be cool. How cool would that be on horseback? Yeah, it'd be awesome. Because he'd be a fucker to them too, but mm-hmm. he'd like somehow have to be on their side or something. He'd be like begrudgingly, and he'd leave, and then he'd come back, and they'd find him again. Yeah. I mean, Arya would be good with them. Her, him, her, and Carl could join up and be kick-ass kids. She'd kick all of their asses. I mean, seriously. But now she's blind, so we find. So she, we see her. She's blind. But the blind, yeah, she's blind. She's begging for change, and the yeah. girls like testing her uh, with uh, like bow staff, whatever right. training. So the blindness is part of it's like a punishment, but it's also part of the training. Like yeah. she's not going to be permanently blind. This is just a punishment for like going against Jack and Agar. Yeah, for sure. Okay. She's going to become unblind and learn a, learn how to like, she's going to be more deadlier. She's mm-hmm. going to be like a freaking Matt Murdock daredevil thing. Yeah. She's blind. She learns how to fight really badass and use her other senses. And, right. And then they get her sight back. And That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. But yeah, this this stuff when you cross worlds, Arya Stark and Carl Grimes would be like a really cool match. Yeah. Team up. They'd kick ass. They and would. If they like had a kid together like, later <laughs> in life and like dated and got like had like apocalyptic wedding that'd be yeah. cool that'd be awesome oh so what else happened in this episode the uh, king of thorn was killed yes by that the was evil big. bitch like uh what's his name's you know lover, mistress lover yeah, yeah uh, oberon's lover who's on this revenge quest that he she took it all the way to the freaking f- 
throne of Dorne. Yeah, but, you, but she also reveals that her revenge is really about taking back Dorne because she, when she kills the king of, well, he's really a prince, the prince of Dorne. Yeah, he's in when charge. She kills him. She says disparaging things against Oberon. She Not says, against Oberon. Yeah, she did. There's a comment about how she said something he did that was bad, and she said it sort of like you're weak. He's this, blah blah blah. It sounds well, like well, no, she said that Oberon never would have made a good leader. She says that to him before he kills her, but then when he she when, kills when she kills him, he she says some shitty stuff about Oberon. No, and, I thought she said shitty stuff about him. She says, you know, like your people, you don't realize how much disdain your your own people yeah, have. She for did. You. She said all that, but for some reason, I remembered her saying. Well, in any case, it seems like. It's not just about revenge of Oberon. It seems like she's taken back Dorne. And she wants a fight again. Because she always, she refers to the, the Lannisters. Like, she's always talking about She wants how, to go to war with yeah, them. Yeah, she wants to go to war with them. That's her goal. Yeah, I mean, she, like, strong-armed. She just, she killed, what's his, his like, uh, bodyguard. Yeah. And then killed him. And then killed his son in the boat. Yeah, He got that was stabbed rough. through the back of the head out oh, of his that mouth. Oh, was, that was the... Big gratuitous moment of yeah, the show. Totally, yeah, that totally. was nasty. It was vile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the daughter, Jamie and Cersei's daughter, is dead. Is dead. And dead. Cersei finds out. Yep. Another like, she's yeah. Cersei, Cersei's gonna be on warpath. Oh yeah. She got the mountain on her side, and she just survived that walk of shame. And now her daughter's dead. Yeah. It's uh yeah. This is building up to some real shit, man. We see Marjorie for a minute. And she's basically in prison still, and she asks how her brother is. Yeah, and she says that she doesn't think she's a sinner to the Jonathan Price character. Yeah, who's Oof. your favorite? You I love hate him. you love him as an actor like and him. a character. <laughs> yeah, you like hate him as the an only actor. thing that I like honestly liked him in is Brazil. Like way, yeah, way back way when, back. yeah. Yep. Like ever since, I've found him to be obnoxious. And but any any uh, maybe it's because he plays hateful characters. Yeah, maybe. Or just sort of like despicable, smug characters. Something about his style bugs me. But in any case, he there's a preview for next week's episode where Jamie's talking to him and it looks like he might kill him. But or maybe they're, not. they're having like a little standoff. Yeah. Because Jonathan Price is like, you're willing to spill blood in the house of God. He's like, I've spilled blood in worse places than this, you bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's pissed. He's, he's like, pissed. And he's, Jamie's got his, like, I'm going to kick ass back on, too. Yeah, he does. He hasn't had that for a while. Yeah. He's been sort of, like, neutered. Right. Losing his hand and going through all that. He's kind of, like, softened up a little. Yeah, you know? but now he's pissed. Yeah, totally. Because we, we forget how much of a bastard Jamie was in the first two seasons. We always forget People that. People forget because he's sort of now like uh, like a semi-hero. Or a, yeah. You know, like, so he's definitely had a huge character arc. Like a definitely. huge arc. But he was a fucking bastard in the first two seasons. Nicholas Costa-Walder was on uh, The View talking about Game of Thrones, and they were asking him about how much of a bastard and why do people like him. And it's, of course, typical. None of them probably watch the show, actually. But (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Dumbasses. But um, he was saying how, you know, if you jump into – they jumped into this moment of his life when he's particularly a bastard. The way he was talking about it was funny. It's like – yeah, but you were really a you were bastard, despicable. and you were like with a smile on your face. Yeah, bastard. you enjoyed it. it was the sadist. Yeah, he went through. But then we sort of hear his backstory when he's with Brienne, and he really is more to him. But we mm-hmm. do jump into a moment of him where he's just despicable. Yeah, he's a smug 
cocky fucking pretty boy yeah he's one of those pretty boys that can also kick ass and he yeah. knows it so he's like i'm the handsomest man in the seven kingdoms but i'm also the deadliest with a sword right so that just makes him that much more of a fucking cunt you know what i mean but but we uh, one thing is that he was he's in love with his sister husband yeah. and she's married to a fat idiot that yeah. he hates and he and who makes him stand in front of his door and listen to him fuck other women yeah right it's like my sister's husband right so i mean there were like i think there were signs of more to him Mm -hmm. but he definitely was a complete bastard when we first meet him and now he's gone through an interesting arc and we'll see what happens because one of the fan theories is i mean in the books too that like jamie like doesn't help in the books jamie doesn't help cersei in her fate and in one of the fan theories for this season is that he's actually kills her so I don't mm. know what that would mean if or, she does something to betray him again. Right, how yeah. it comes about. I could see that. That'd be yeah. really dramatic. It'd be cool. It'd be something that the show would do, I think. Right. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. in line with how they kind of drop stuff on us. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, a lot did happen this episode. Again, it left us hanging with a really weird moment. Yes, let's talk about that moment. <laughs> yeah. It was quite the reveal. It was pretty cool. It's like, oh, fuck, I got to watch next week's episode. <laughs> yeah, that's what they always do to They us. always do that. So the red woman takes disrobes like again she naked. To do. God, she's naked. That woman <laughs> as an actor, like, how did they pitch you on this role? Like, okay, you're gonna be mostly naked. Done. It's like for have you? Did you see Showgirls? Because you're gonna be like, what's her name? More or, naked than that. More naked than that. Uh, Good thing she's got. She's like takes care of herself. Yeah, she's got God. a great body. She she takes she disrobes and then she takes off that necklace she wears all, all the, time. the time. Yeah, with and, the gemstone on it. Right. Well, guess what? That necklace keeps her the way she looks. Youthful. She turns into an old hag. A whole old haggard witch. Yeah. With like gray hair and saggy boobs yep. and like saggy giant and like. <laughs> <laughs> And they show the whole thing, for yeah, God's sake. Yeah, they do. Full frontal, saggy, giant, fucking beefy lips. And, oh, <laughs> and, so and like, and just, yeah. And then they show her yeah. butt. They show it the whole thing. I don't know. It must have been CG, CG or just or a really brave, effects. practical. Yeah. Yeah. Because it still looks like her in the face. So I'm sure that was CG or mixed with practical yeah, or something. Yeah. But it is curious how they did that. Because I don't I'd know. I'd be curious to see how they did what that. What old actually. woman would be like, sure. I mean, there are some, like, kooky old birds that'll do it. Because yeah. they're just like, I'm old. Who cares, you know, you, yeah. you want to see me naked at my age? Okay. Yeah. You know? But it was quite the reveal because it's through the mirror. Like they show it through the mirror first and they yeah. cut to her and she's still completely nude and looks like she's 120 years old or yeah, 200 years old or something. I think she's supposed to be like on her 50 or something like that. Yeah. I think she crawls into bed and that's how the episode ends. And she's still at Castle Black and yeah. Sir Davos who has Liam now Cunningham. He's yeah awesome. he's great he so he finds Jon Snow and gets his loyal men to come pick him out of the snow and carries him up and they're they're I mean that guy's awesome he's like at one point that guy well there's a standoff yeah because there's a, they're locked up in this room and one of Jon Snow's closest brothers right they're like how do we fight off 40 men there's five of us and they're like oh wait there's like a whole mob of people that will fight with Jon Snow. The, wild the wildlings. Yeah. So one sneaks off to sort of tell them what has happened to right. try to get them back. And they have till sundown. Right. To like, because they're like, oh, Sir Davos, you know, if you come out now, we'll give you like some tasty treats and, <laughs> <laughs> and like a horse and you can ride back to, you know, ride north, south. safe and sound. Yeah. Ride south. You can take uh, what's her name with you if you want. You can have sex there before you go. She'll probably <laughs> do it. She's pretty down. She's cool with that stuff. Just yeah. come on out. No big deal. And they're all like, you know, if we go out there we're all dead right like, we're dead we're all dead at this point yeah you know? but he's so funny he's like 
Thank you. We'll think about it. We'll talk about our amongst ourselves. He's so like seasoned. Yeah, that guy's awesome. That character, yeah, he's such a great character. And that guy's a, a an actor, an English actor that's been around forever. I keep seeing him in other BBC shows. Yes, totally. Up. And he is. Uh, he what's interesting about his arc because remember he almost died a couple times i mean stannis almost killed him because he disobeyed him yes he got rid of the black whatever happened to the black the pirate the no the um the blacksmith's son that was baratheon we have never we haven't seen him since he escaped or since davos let him go uh, and the white witch took his blood and Leighton like had sex with him. That's why she has sex with everybody because she's like two hundred years old. Yeah, she needs their blood. And she doesn't know. And she's like, Ooh. "Ooh, what if she's they like, saw her?" I know it'd be cool if that would be like The Shining, like yeah. that scene <laughs> where she's like, they're like in the fucking midst of throes of passion, yeah. and like the necklace comes off, Ooh. like oh, bah, nah, oh shower, shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. But so she is when she gets into bed though it's just kind of sad. It's a shock. It's really reveal. sad. Yeah, it's like depressing sad. Well, yeah. I, well, about Sir Davos. Sir Davos is one of my favorite characters. Like how sort of Bronn is, mm. where they're sort of peripheral characters, but you always are like, yeah, those guys, those guys, guy. they get it. And like they're yeah. savvy and they've been around. They've survived this long. You know, yep. who is that saying? It was uh, Jorah and her oh, little yeah. side piece. Yeah. They were looking for Daenerys, who's been captured by. Oh yeah, we forgot about her. her Drothraki. Yeah, probably because we don't really. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a boring story, and I don't really care for her as an actor. Yeah, they're looking for her. Then they, they found where they she's found the at, ring. Yeah. and then she's been captured by the Rocky, who don't know who she is at first and are going to like all have their way with have her. A go with her, yeah. But then she confesses who she is, or she tells them because she speaks in perfect Dothraki. Yeah. And the, who's the, the, whoever the Cal is now is like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were his widow. We have a place for you, widows. Well, that's the thing. She's like, now, <laughs> now that you know I'm a widow, take me back to Marine and I'll give you a hundred horses and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, actually, you know, a, Cal's a widow. We take you into like to some sad castle. <laughs> <laughs> It's part of our tradition. You have to live out the rest of your days with a bunch of widowed cow widows people. And yeah. they're like, yep, that's well, where they, they go. Didn't they call it a tomb? It might it's like actually, a sad, actually die. I mean, they put them there death. to die, yeah. I think. That's what it sounded like. Like you live right. out the rest of your, it's like a freaking convent or something. Ugh. Yeah, that's it. And she's like, fuck, I shouldn't have yeah. said that. <laughs> I should have just let them have their way with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> Yeah, so uh, so that's where we have that's that to look forward yeah. to for and her. So Jorah and what's the name have their work cut out for yeah. them because you know yeah, it's the, them against a Dothraki horde. Yeah. How are they going to fight the How two are they gonna, of them? Yeah, they don't have the dragon. Where's the dragon? Yeah, gone? where'd the dragon go? The dragons kind of fuck Where's off. The other two dragons. I don't know. They just kind of they're dragons. Yeah. What are you going to do? Tell them what to do? No, they're dragons. Yeah, she's the mother of dragons. Yeah, yeah. No, well, they're obviously going to come back. But the way they did this whole thing with her makes me think. We're in for a long haul with where this story's going. Because if she's just at this point. At this point, And yeah. we've got to get her across the seas. The seven seas to, or whatever. Like, you know, like, we've got a ways to go. Yeah, and then now this whole thing, this whole, like, just breaking her out of this convent thing could be the whole season. Yeah. Of, like, them getting in there and sneaking in and breaking her loose and her getting to know some of the other Dothraki women and they become friends and you have to free them too because we're buddies now. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, it's like all that shit happens and then one of them dies and, you know, it's like, remember me as as I was bleeding to death and (laughs) remember me as I lived. 
Yeah, it's uh, there's that's quite happen. Yeah, there's so much that's gonna happen that could be dragged out. Like this whole Dorn thing that could be dragged out. Like what's gonna happen? No. She, oh yeah, I don't really like that. Whole I don't thing. care about that. Yeah. Some stuff. It's gonna some, be a fight. There's gonna be, gonna a, be war. a huge fight, but yeah. it's gonna be the Lannisters versus who's Dornish. left? The Dorns and the Lannisters are gonna fight. Uh, and then I don't know how Arya's gonna fit into that because she wants. All these, you know, she has her death list, her murder list. She wants to kill the mountain. She wants to kill, I think, all the Lannister remaining Lannisters. Well, and Cersei's going to end up having to get Marjorie out of jail because they're going to need her family's backing to fight Dornish. Yeah, that'll happen. That's my, I predict that. Well, they're going to have to fight all those, kill them, all those monks. Yeah, all of those, like they're like freaking like muscle monks, man. They're like yeah, they m- are mob monks, yeah, like mafia monk people right because they're all like badass and they always have like these clubs and maces i know and shit. Right. well there it is yeah it's you true know? the religion for you yeah yes yeah, so, yeah there's much to be uh seen hopefully they don't drag it out too much because it's fucking pain in the ass well the piece that i really hope they don't drag out too long is the what's gonna happen with john thorn sean snow john thorn <laughs> hey well Gabe, you know what's funny about thorn is that when this show was first advertised i didn't i've never heard of the books i didn't know yeah. what it was and all over the city there was these game of thrones posters with the iron throne and ned stark when yeah. he was like the lead character of the show essentially but like i, I had this like weird like repetitive brain fart where uh-huh. I, I kept reading it as Game of Thorns. Because really? there's like that crown, the thorny crown thing that was one of the images on the billboards. Oh, yeah. And then the, the freaking Iron Throne, which is spiky, it kind of looks like thorns. I'm yeah. like, what's Game of Thorns? <laughs> <laughs> like such a jerk driving around LA like when there's like a crow and like I did all these like images just like put the word thorns in my head. That's and it's funny. just slightly just a two word flip of thrones is thorns pretty much, right? I think. <laughs> I don't know how to spell thorns or thrones. <laughs> so like I don't want to watch Game of Thorns. What the fuck is that? And then like I think the whole first season went by and I ended up binge watching it later. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the best show ever. I know. Yeah. But it's just like I was instantly put off by the title Game of Thorns. That's funny. I'm not watching Game of Thorns. Game of Thorns. Bang bang. Be be bomb bomb. Wiener wiener. Wiener wiener. Yep, so there's much to happen there. And much to happen. And we will be recapping it every week. So. Yeah, begrudgingly or not. So let's talk a little bit about the cons that we went to. Cons and cons. Emerald City, Comic Con, we love it. Yeah, it's Seattle, man. Seattle's so cool. I know. And the hotel we stayed in this year was like right next to the convention center, but far enough away that it, you weren't on top of everything. The Motif. Shout out the Motif Seattle. Yeah, a great hotel, awesome by hotel. the way. Five stars. Yeah, location or not. It was, yeah, like location five stars. But then even if we weren't there for a con and had the convenience of the location, it would be five stars. Yeah. Really good service. And they have a full restaurant on the fifth floor that you can go to. And and there's a bar sort of pub on the lower level. Like outside, went there too. Great food at both places. Really accommodating staff. Yeah. No pretension. There was one moment of pretension. Yeah, you said that though, but it was I sort had, of like, like one, unrelated. I met a buddy of mine uh, who I hadn't seen in a while who moved to Seattle and we had, just to make it easier for everyone, we went in the bar upstairs in the hotel and there were these like shitty like servers servers like Like five of them just hanging around doing nothing they were super like looked like tech millennials giving you attitude and they first they like didn't do anything and then they kind of like were given attitude and we weren't getting any we were just like late we wouldn't weren't really having drinks or anything and i asked for like they had a plate of warm cookies i was like that sounds nice like (laughs) can i have a plate of warm can we have a plate of warm cookies and he was like really 
He kind of looked at me like, and he gave me the whole like, you're asking for a plate of warm cookies. You're not getting a dirty martini. Yeah, I was like, yeah, give me the fucking cookie, fucker. Bitch. Yeah, you bitch. But I mean, that was the only, and then they were just, they were shitty and useless service the whole time we were there. But I don't hold that against the entire package of the hotel. No, it was such a good experience in to be able to bop from the hotel to the to the convention center within two blocks. Oh and my just, god. You that can made go all back. The difference in the world for us. Yeah, it was awesome. And yeah. we went to that same restaurant bar thing. We had our, our breakfast there before we went to the show. Yeah. And it was really good service and really good food. I know. There was like this uh squash patty Benedict. Oh yeah. And it was, was really fun. good. And that it was, was like well prepared, well made and it was it wasn't like Super sugary or super like saucy and rich or like you know the hollandaise didn't taste like it was made with a powder package and that <laughs> yeah, kind of thing you know yeah it was, so it was really good. good yeah it was well yeah. well done and uh, so what else I mean we spent the whole time really at the show yep. and it's one of our favorite shows because it's extremely well organized yeah it makes such a difference yeah and the the convention center is really cool. It's not huge, but Mm-mm. it's not tiny. No, it's, it's, but it's like built up. There's yeah. like many floors and many escalators and right. stuff. Which was actually, I mean, you get kind of tired going around, but it's actually works out to have it that way. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we covered the show floor. We went to the Western Championships of Cosplay, which was very fun. If yeah, you follow great. our social, and you saw the pictures. That was run really well, even compared to last year, and compared to most cosplay, most compared to STCC, frankly. Well, yeah, because they have these fucking like people that aren't really acclimated to live show performance, or not even performance, just running a, a an award show or you know like yeah. producing an award show they're kind of just nerds who assume host duties and it goes on for too long yep. and it's not that well organized but they hired this like these two guys that do shows Pros. professionally and it, it was night and day difference yeah they had everyone sort of warm up with music there was sort of always music being played they had a dj and a host yeah and they they go i guess they started doing cons and they did right. stuff in Orlando and a bunch of they sort of said that a bunch of different stuff and the way they ran the panels because mm-hmm. we saw Sean Astin do he a panel he was great yeah he really like opened up to the crowd man. yeah go finish your thought and I want to talk about him yeah a but bit. they just they would be like okay everybody up and they'd play a song and sort of have everybody sort of move and clap together sort of like call and response like almost yeah. like old hip hop style like old like MC style yeah. and it really sort of got everybody focused on to the stage uh-huh. got everyone's attention it got everybody kind of moving a little bit yep. so you're not it just sitting smart. there yeah and then it kind of got everyone quiet and it got everyone to pay attention right and it, they were so on it uh, with time frames, yeah. yeah, the panels they go on for too long, and the questions go on for too long. It's, no, they were really on it with keeping yes. those panels going. And yeah, they were back. I wish I could remember what they were called or the name. Like they had a group name. It was just these two guys, man. Yeah, and they the host were, and the DJ. Yeah, yeah. And it was very impressive. They were both clever and smart, and yep. you know, funny, funny. Not, the host was funny. And yeah, and he didn't do too much though, and you know, he he ran the. Uh, cosplay contest because those can go on forever oh my god we've seen them go on and they are like you said they're people who aren't really hosts and like they honestly they seem like cable access like telethoners yes that's what it feels like because <laughs> they have no stage presence yeah and they're reading off a card and yeah it's, it's really awful. clunky and slow yeah and they don't have the categories broken down good enough so right. it's like which is next uh this is next yeah and they don't know when to wrap it up it's just kind of a mess you right. know and to have a thousand people sitting there like jerks waiting for you totally to figure jerks. it out on stage is just not 
Even at San Diego. And making fun of them, too. And make, in San Diego, they're being made fun of every time they speak. Yeah. And that's just, like, it's funny, <laughs> but it's for after two hours, you're kind of like, oh, now you're, the crowd's, like, bullying you guys. You well, can't, it like, was like Rocky Horror shout-outs, except that they weren't, the performers weren't in on the joke. And it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't at the cosplayers. Like, they respected no, the cosplayers. No, right. But it was directed like directly at the two hosts yeah. that are these two cable access. Yeah. They've probably been hosting it for 20 years or 15 and years. And are buddies with the, the creators of SDC. And they're sort of grandfathered in. Yeah. And really they need like a host host that's not going to let people, they just like take over the show. The audience is basically running that yeah. show. Oh, yeah, it really is. They are. And yeah. they kind of are getting away with it. They're doing it in like a smug way. Like yeah. this is what we do. We do it every year. Yeah. Like we, and they could tell the hosts are like, no, no, you only guys only get to do that three times. You only get to yell at three yeah, times. Yeah, they knew it was coming. Yeah. They say something about it. Yeah. They're like, it okay, crazy. like just tone it down. We right. have two hours of this to go through. Yeah. So this, they did a really good job. I, Sean Astin was one of the panels we went to. And, you know, of course, Sean Astin, uh, Lord of the Rings, he's Samwise, uh, also um, Rudy, uh-huh. also the Goonies, Goonies. Yeah, Goonies. Big also uh, people love him from Fifty First Dates where he plays mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore's brother. I mean, and The Strain. He, the Strain. I, 24. Like, when he was up there, I forgot how much of a fan favorite he is. He's got, he's been doing it forever. Yeah. And he was so articulate and interesting and had wonderful stories to tell and giving to the crowd like so giving he was one of the smarter actors i've seen on a panel yeah you really see an actor and like what their chops are without a panel because some of them yeah. are fucking dumb as a fucking brick we saw a couple of those yeah and we're just like looking <laughs> and like what are you talking about yeah why are people fans just because you're the only reason you're fans because you happen to get cast yeah. in a role that it became like is a part of this world. Like you right. don't even know about this world, no. or that you would become a fan favorite. Like you're just some fucking actor. Yeah. That like, oh yeah, I like this stuff too. Yeah, I love Back to the Past, Future, uh, <laughs> yeah. Part Five. Yeah. Me too. Like they don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, they, they sort can't of, speak. No, they fall ass backwards into this thing. All of a sudden, they're being interviewed by fans that know all of their like work in the episodes, and they're just like, yeah. uh. Yeah. Well, that one, I'm not going to name names because I can't because I can't remember her name anyways. But this woman who was on Once Upon a Time. Yeah. And she's like a lead bad character. And someone from the audience's question always comes up to women in these roles said, you know, what's it feel like to be, you know, one of the in a strong female lead? Yeah. And And that whole thing. And it's a valid question. It's an important question. And she answered it by saying, you know, I grew up with like 23 cousins and a lot of women around me. Yeah. And I really understand women. And it was like you wanted to go up and like punch her in the face because it's like, are you kidding me that that's your answer? Yeah, it was so short. And it's like, that's all you have to say about that question and being in that role and having people look at you that way. Like you have a lot of female cousins or something. It was just a really... And like you it was don't insulting. think it was insulting. Yeah, it's like, come on, you're not going to be asked that question. Like, you yeah, don't, you're prepared for that fucking question that every female lead actress in that world has asked that yeah. same question. Yeah. It's weird. It's like, it's good, but then to a point, it almost has like the reverse effect. Cause yeah. it's like, how many times does a female has to be told how like lucky she's, she is? Yeah. That she's pioneering yeah. roles. Why can't it just be even across the board? Right. That it's just, we have as many roles. Well, that's a whole other story. But I mean, Sean Astin really was a 
a fantastic panelist. I wish we got to meet him and interview him personally, and I hope that we can someday because I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, when people are still asking him about the Goonies, man, it's so funny. He's still so, like, he's not like, oh, no more Goonie questions. I was yeah. 14. Like, he's not shitty about any of it. He's, he's funny, too. He's funny, and he's pretty smart, and he's very open. He's like, I didn't know. I've never heard of the Lord of the Rings before. I got He wasn't, like, you know, pandering to the crowd. Yeah. He's like, I'd never heard of Tolkien. Who is Tolkien? Yeah. Jay or J.R. Tolkien? Like, he had never heard of... He's super honest. And that's the thing. you got to be honest. But he's become a fan. And then he also talked about his family, for those of you who don't know. John Aston was his father. He was the original Gomez Adams on yes. the Adams Family TV show. And his mother, Patty Duke Aston, Patty Duke was on the TV show called The Patty Duke. She won an Oscar for playing Helen Keller. She was like... She's a legendary She's a legendary actress who was also legendarily bipolar and mm-hmm. he is very candid about how difficult it All was it. to grow up with her and she died that she week. she died the week before yeah, yeah the week before and uh he talked about his parents and just growing up in show business family and just he's really was it's that cool, was a man. highlight yeah. yeah he was really open about his weight fluctuating and oh yeah how he got really heavy for the 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 lord of the rings and how he you know he can only be a certain weight because he's shorter and he can't go up to 200 yeah. then he's like he'll lose all the weight and then he'll gain it back and he goes up and down he did a i think he's he did like an Iron Man marathon. He did Iron Man. Yeah, we actually have the videos of him talking about exactly that on our YouTube page. Yeah, check it out. Check that out. And uh, so, I mean, the show floor was cool. There was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. There's always a lot of cool artists. And yeah, there's a really cool like cosplay corner thing. And yep. they had I, uh, Nolan North gave an interview over there that was sort of like live right. stream. He does uh, voice acting for some of the biggest video games. Like mm. he's Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series. He's Joel from The Last of Us, the game I'm, I'm actually playing right now. It's probably one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Cool. Definitely story wise and you know gameplay wise, mm-hmm. it's really immersive and the the single player campaign is long enough nowadays they like they give you so much like graphically that you play the game for five hours and like you beat it and you're like Mm. well that was fun but it was really unsatisfying yeah especially if you play rpg games and kind of things where the campaign can be 50 hours uh-huh. you know like like Final Fantasy 7 or Nino Cooney or something like that or you know you kind of think that the standard length of a, a single player campaign should be like 20 hours right right and a lot of times nowadays it's like 6 or 7 and you're sort of like what the fuck especially if you're spending $50 on a game or yeah. 60 which I don't do I wait till like the price goes down in the yeah. game. <laughs> and I don't really even pre-ordering pre-ordering is fucking bullshit like don't pre-order games and you know, don't buy AAA games out the box. It just is like a waste, kind of. You can do a review on it. Oh yeah, that'll be for next. Your review series. And I'm going to do a review on um, the final episode of the Michonne Telltale game. Nice comes out tomorrow, so okay. I'll play That's that, exciting. and then I'm going to review the whole three part series as cool. a yeah. There's some stuff coming up. So uh, in addition to Emerald City Comic Con, we after Vegas we went to Monster Palooza, which is our first time. And yeah. it was in Pasadena. It's usually in Burbank, mm-hmm. I think. And this year it was in uh, Pasadena, California. It's a small show. It's, it's considerably smaller. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's more specific. It's horror. Yeah. It's, but it's really cool because there's a lot of makeup effects going on live right. on the floor. There's a lot of practical effects. Tom Savini, the legend of practical effects, was there yep. doing autographs. There was a lot of sort of like relics of horror there. But then there was a lot yeah. of like legit people. Like James Reamer was there. Yeah. And he's... Like we were like, what's what's he doing here? I know. Like that guy's 
definitely the, he was the biggest star of right. there signing autographs. Well, Casper Van Diem was there. He was there. They did they, a Starship Troopers Starship panel. Troopers, yeah, they did, which we missed, unfortunately. Yeah, but... we got there a little late. We did. I wanted to see it. I know. Like, it was one of my favorite campy movies growing up. Yeah. Watching that is so ridiculous of a movie, but it still has a charm to it. Yeah. And it's like super gory and nasty, which makes it more fun. Right. It's so over the top gory. It's just one of those movies that stands the test of time yeah you know and it's definitely your generation yeah and jake Busey was there because he was right. in the movie and the other the lead uh, female character not Dina, denise richards but somebody, Danita yeah. H- hurdy or something like that yeah but then there was also like uh, uh what's his name james hong or who was that guy who is the he's like you know him from a million movies he's he's chinese he's got uh long hair and kind of like a uh Tight, a bit of a handlebar kind of mustache. Yeah, and he has like the bald top hair and the really yeah, long side hair. And he's in, super famous. He's in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. He's in he's uh, in top, uh, not Top Gun, fucking Under Siege. He always just plays sort of like the Asian thug. Yeah. yeah, and he was there, and he's like super old now. He's I know in all those eighties movies. Oh god, yeah, they're also old. Yeah, it's so funny. And yeah, there's a bunch of like just sort of character actors that you'd be like, oh, that guy? That guy. Oh, Linda Blair was there. Yeah, Linda Blair was there. She was signing autographs. And, and she was promoting her like yeah, fucking ASPCA pet oh, okay. foundation, like animal foundation right. that she has, which is cool. That's cool. Um, I mean, it was a cool show. Just because it's, you know, if you're a horror fan, you definitely dig it. Yeah. No, I mean, the coolest thing was that room we went into with the wax, with where it was almost like face-off people, but it wasn't. But it was different studios who did uh, wax figures and Mm -hmm. different um, makeups, and that was... Like different sculpts and stuff, like practical effects makeup. They had this giant Harry in the Henderson's head with all the real fur, like, and stuff. They had a giant... They had a life-size Kurt Cobain. That looked like Kurt Cobain. It looked like it's from a wax museum, for sure. Yeah. Like, some wax museum or another. They had a T-1000. They had Bruce Lee, Michael Jackson. They had one of the zombies from the Thriller video. Oh, right. They had uh, the... They had the Ben Affleck Batman and the that Ian cool. McKellen uh, Magne- Magneto. Magneto. That looked incredibly real. We have pictures of all of these on our website. By the oh, way. and the cool one of the coolest ones was like a giant build of Boba Fett getting pulled into the Sarlacc yeah. pit with one of the tentacles, and somehow they had Boba Fett like propped up in the air, right, with a tentacle wrapped around his leg being pulled in, and there's like five or six tentacles, yeah, and it's all just. Sculpts. It's, it was really cool. They had Twisty the Clown from American Horror yeah, Story. Yep. They had uh, Nick Fury. They had yep. a bunch of stuff. They had a really cool the thing sculpt of the two heads, the human heads, like melding together. Right. They, they, yeah. There was, that was like one of the coolest things. And it wasn't like overcrowded with people too. You could kind of walk through and get your pictures and see everything. I mean, it was a cool show to check out for sure. Yeah. I enjoyed it. A lot of cool cosplay, actually, too. A lot of cool cosplay. All, all, we got a lot of great pictures on our social media, so go to our website, heraldmodcast.com, and check it all out. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think that's it for us this That week. might wrap it up this week. We have more to come. We'll have our weekly uh, Game of Thrones wrap-up. We'll have uh, some game reviews coming up from me. Maybe some more, uh, what, streaming stuff from you. Yep. Across and the pond. I think we'll have a Jungle Book review, probably. Yep. But in some other movies, we're going to do our... I mean, there's Civil Wars coming out, so Civil we'll War. be talking about that. After Civil War, we're going to do our yearly sort of summer preview yeah. of movies that we that are coming out this summer that you want to see. So uh, stay tuned for all that, and uh, we'll see you next time. Jerks. Jerks. Jerks.